Hello, and welcome to Dartmouth. This is a podcast where we explore some of the strange, peculiar, and often darker stories that surround the histories of Chibuktuk in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Hello, I am Shan Baxter, and I am the Collections Manager here at the Dartmouth Heritage Museum. And today, I'll be talking about the tragedy of Catherine Thompson. So, this story starts in an estate that was on the east side of Lake Loon in Dartmouth, which was purchased in 1845 by a George F. Thompson, a retired lieutenant colonel in the Royal Engineers. He lived there with his two children, his wife, and a invalid aunt who was barely seen and kept in a small room at the top of the house. Rumors began to spread from people who worked in the home that whenever uh, George Thompson and his wife were at the house and they were, you know, taking care of the aunt, she claimed that she was his true wife and that the lady claiming to be his wife was an imposter. There's other dramatic stories where kids will be walking by and again, this poor woman would open the windows and try to get their attention and being like, she's a fake, I'm his real wife. And of course, these kids would instead be terrified and just run home instead of helping this woman. So um, the story goes that she would be um, given really, really small portions of food by this wife and not really taken care of. And so the servants felt bad, but felt they couldn't really do much. They also would note that um, while uh, the lieutenant colonel would be very, like, well-spoken, his wife had this, like, rough brogue of an accent, and they were often arguing very, like, aggressively. So people are like, we're not sure about this family. They're very odd. And then eventually, on September 20th, 1846, the aunt died, and Colonel Thompson arranged for the funeral service with Reverend Father Kennedy, and two days later, the remains were interned at the Old Catholic Cemetery on Geary Street in Dartmouth. This was noted as strange because the colonel and his family were members of the Church of England, so the public were very upset that they did not provide this dying lady the benefit of her clergy. It's like, why did you bury her in the Catholic cemetery rather than the Church of England cemetery? And also, charges of foul play were strongly suspected to the point where the body was exhumed and an inquest lasting several days was held in the jury before a jury in Dartmouth. This inquest was actually held at what was once called Hoynes Hotel, which is now central apartments around 59 Queen Street in downtown Dartmouth. Military officers who knew the family abroad identified that the body was Catherine Thompson and indeed the real wife of Colonel Thompson. They met in Gibraltar and were married there. Uh, When the colonel was transferred to Barbados, there was allegedly a riot that took place. And the story goes that the rioters eventually broke into the Thompson's home and threw their infant child out a window and that the child was killed, which is extremely tragic. And she then lost her mind, in air quotes here, due to a shock and grief, as anyone would be extremely depressed if, you know, someone crashed into their home and then essentially killed their child. So after this, 
um, Colonel Thompson hired a lady named Mary Taylor, born from Belfast and a widow, to help take care of the household because his wife was grieving and just in shock, as, again, anyone would be. And apparently, uh, Mary Taylor was one to scheme and felt that she could sort of wiggle her way into the colonel's life and, you know, basically be like, I can be posing as your wife, cast her aside, and her scheme, again, apparently was that she wanted her own children to inherit his wealth. Um... And so, and this is what led to this whole story where she's just the aunt and then sort of just hidden away up in the house and Mary Thompson would be posed as this wife and it wouldn't be sort of blown up until this inquest after Catherine Thompson's death. Nothing else is known other than Colonel Thompson was socially ostracized and early the next year after this whole inquest left, went back to England with his family. Like there's no indication of whether either he or Mary Taylor were convicted of neglect or like third degree murder or like, I don't, nothing is said about that. And it's unclear whether this is just his children or whether Mary Taylor was, you know, went with him, whether they actually properly married after the death of his wife. That is all very unclear. And Catherine Thompson was then reinterred at Geary Street Cemetery and an interesting fact about her is she's known for being one of the first cousins, and some records the aunt of Empress Eugene, who was the wife of Napoleon III of France. So she had some royal connections as well. So a very odd and tragic story relating to this woman who, again, uh, was neglected and her husband just sort of ended up living his life with another woman and claiming to be his wife. And it wasn't until uh, Catherine Thompson's death that the whole story sort of unfurled from there. Hi, this is Joanne, the manager curator at Evergreen House and the Dartmouth Heritage Museum. We're at Evergreen House today. What strikes me is this is very much like Jane Eyre, a Mr. Rochester kind of story where he pretends that he's this brooding man who has no wife, but meanwhile the wife is upstairs because she has mm -hmm. some variety of mental illness. And, of course, in those days, if you had a mental illness, you were branded as crazy. So locked up and put away. Um, but, yeah, the story, it just it intrigues me. Another Dartmouth mystery, strange happenings. But the poor woman... She's, she seems to have had PTSD of some sort. Absolutely. She's, her child was thrown out a window and her home was rioted. It's not unheard of or not beyond understanding that she would not take this lightly, so to speak. In fact, it seems more concerning that he seemed to sort of move on after their child was murdered, essentially, and then all this happened in his wife was just traumatized and he was like oh well i just need to keep going and we'll just move to dartmouth now instead of barbados yeah, like and an, i know what will make this better on. if i lock her up and yeah. bring in an imposter and start over again yeah it's very odd and a very for lack of a better word dramatic story and so 
sad that ended the way it did. And so strange, too, that there seemed to be no, like, consequences to his behavior and the actions of both him and this Mary Taylor woman. Right. They just sort of like, and it will just go to England and then just continue on it. We would be interested to look further into see if his name comes up again in like any English records or stuff right. like that. Right. So, And what about the kids in that family? They obviously knew that this was not their aunt living in the, the upper floors mm-hmm. kind of thing. It did note that um, one of Mary Taylor's kids was born at the house. So clearly this man was having some sort of affair with her, along with her being his fake wife, essentially. So I'm curious to know just which of those were Mary Taylor's kids and which ones were if uh, Catherine Thompson and uh, Colonel Thompson had kids of their own or whether the one that... uh, was killed in Barbados was their only child. We'd have to sort of dig deeper into those little details. But unfortunately, sometimes with these stories, those details get lost or blurry within time. So They do. Yeah, record keeping wasn't exactly what it is today. And if there (laughs) were any records kept, they may have been lost in a basement flood in some municipal building Mm -hmm. somewhere along the way. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, uh, thank you for joining us again for yet another story from Dharma's History, and we hope that you will tune in next time.